Good morning, campers, and welcome to Camp Cryptid. We're your hosts, Lou Stardust and Erica Fett. you little rascals. Little rascals. Yeah, you guys are cute little rascals to me. <laughs> little rascally rascals. <laughs> I know that's like a like a fun phrase, but I just think of the Little Rascals movie. <laughs> Not spooky at all, but it's okay. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, today we're going to be talking about the Black Dahlia, which is probably one of the most like infamous, well-known murders of all time um it's actually quite graphic this is probably like one of the heavier episodes that we're gonna have i think anything that goes into a murder of course is heavy um but this case in particular is very gruesome and very gross and so we're gonna talk about some stuff so if you're not aware of the story uh which some people are because I, I messaged my friend cal about the other day he's like i've never heard of that i was like excuse me oh oh yeah yeah <laughs> so some people don't know so um if you haven't heard of the black dahlia then just be prepared for that but before we get into that let's talk a little bit about what we've been doing recently yeah holy cow so we've been going to bi-weekly episodes which has given us a little bit of time to kind of work on these side projects that we're doing as far as like convention planning um all these spooky locations like we're going to uh, sleepy hollow coming up here soon which oh we're so excited but it also has given us time to kind of really kind of figure out a lot of like little fun side projects to do um that are uh related to camp cryptid so um you know, whether that be like we take a day and we binge a certain thing and we're like, OK, let's get back to this and like do a whole thing on this, you know. So it's been real fun. But <laughs> speaking of what have you been watching lately? I've been I saw that that Jeffrey Dahmer doc came out or not doc. I'm sorry. It's it's the one with Evan Peters. Um, yes. I saw that came out. Some people were like, it's making my stomach turn and that it's a lot. I haven't seen it yet. I'm very like mixed Fence. like I'm on the fence on how I feel about these kinds of things um yes I saw a post on Twitter about a woman saying how there was a recreation of a courtroom scene where it was a, her family member and they're like you know why do we have to live this trauma over and over again yes and so I understand that 100% I do think it's important to showcase um the signs of serial killers to the average person who might not know it I think it's yeah. important to I, I believe that there was some stuff. I, again, I haven't seen it, but I know that there's a few instances where the police do get called and they kind of just ignore the situation or they don't yes. investigate further. So yeah. I think that is important to showcase. And I think it's, yeah. I think there's important parts to it. So I, again, haven't watched it. I can't say if it's glorifying. It doesn't seem that way. It seems like it's very realistic to show what a piece of shit he is, you know? Um, yes. Even Evan Peters himself said, like, I imagine most people when they do roles like this they have to go through extensive therapy or like talk to somebody because it's very very heavy um for sure but even he was like I just want to show people that he's actually a piece of garbage like bad person so um have you seen it so I have benched it all at this point how are you feeling tell me (laughs) okay so I'm gonna tell you right now I um probably bawled and ugly sobbed my eyes out for at least four episodes um I, I, I've researched serial killer. I mean, I knew from a young age, I like always loved criminal justice. And that was always something that sparked my interest. Um, but I think this is one of the more well done pieces on Jeffrey Dahmer that actually shows the true horrors that are associated with it and the, vi- like the victims. And it really does a great job at showing you um, these people's lives and that these were innocent people who just came into contact with a horrific just a monster honestly and um like I said I sobbed like oh my gosh it's just 
it's just so sad. I mean, you've got you've got a, a, not only a serial killer who's you know a, a cannibal, but he's targeting minorities. You know, not only the the gay population and, and exploiting you know um, people's prejudices against that, but he's also um, you know targeting minorities of 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 African American and 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 minority people. Just it's just it, it to me it's just like and then you and then add on top of that the complete neglect by the police. Uh, I think this did a great job showing you how many times it was neglected and how it could have pre prevented it had people had taken their job seriously and listened to people instead of dismissing them based on their race. Um, I, I honestly, like, you know, I, I used to have like the biggest crush on Evan Peters. Um, I hated him. I like this, like, I was like, honestly, I thought he did a fantastic job, like making it just to where you just, you didn't feel bad for him. You didn't think that he was a victim. It, it did a great job showing you that he was well aware of what he was doing. He just didn't really care. Like, you know, um, but yeah, dude, it was real intense. I cried so much. I'm such, you know, I, I just can't deal with that. It's just seeing the families and seeing how the families had to deal with like the trauma of everything. Not all, only while they were dealing with not knowing where their family member was while they were missing, but the aftermath of grieving for these family members, knowing that they, this was the way that that person had to meet their end. And it was so unfair for those, those beautiful souls. So, um, yeah. I mean, I think that's something I would appreciate too is like, I guess they started kind of doing it with, oh gosh, what was a mind hunter? Like yeah. that was from the police aspect, of course, but like really showcasing like Atlanta murders and things that are like showing you what is going on with the police force, I feel like is important for especially that time frame. Um, but I, I'm happy to hear that it wasn't so much a, like, the, the freaking Ted Bundy movie, Zac Efron, was probably the biggest disgrace that I've I ever hated seen. That. It should It should never been created. It's disgusting. Like it's, it's, it's the most glorifying piece of garbage I've ever seen in my life. It's trash. But uh, no, you're good. All that made me think, though, because you said you were super into criminal justice. When you were younger, was there ever like a career that you wanted to do within that? Like, did you ever want to be like a forensic scientist or like a mortuary person? Was there ever... Growing up on X-Files, I always wanted to work for the FBI. So, you know, I... um. I get out of college and they're like, I go to look at the application. And they're like, have you ever smoked weed? I'm like, oh, my... Uh, you're really really <laughs> i'm literally dean's list student that doesn't matter but if i smoked weed i'm disqualified out of i was like i don't want to work for them absolutely not <laughs> not cool could you imagine where your life would be if you were in the fbi instead though oh god crazy you know it's like i like uh, I've worked every angle. I, you know, I worked as a, you know, at a bill bond company and I got to see every angle. I, you know, I worked for the courthouse, you know, signing people's mm -hmm. fucking arrest warrants, reading, you know, um, you know, like uh, all these different like things that people are submitting in like regards to criminal cases. And it's just like, I just want to, I just want to research UFOs, man. Like, <laughs> um, good. I, there's people that definitely do that. Yeah. Um, I love that that was that was your answer. I wanted to do <laughs> crime scene photography. That's like what I wanted to do. Yeah. Why? I don't know. And then I really was into um, just more, being a mortician, but I don't know if I can handle all of that. So I was like, maybe I would be like one of those makeup mortician people, yeah, you know, and I just like kind of make it nice. You know, yeah. Um, 
and there's a, a youtuber her channel's called the good death i believe her name's caitlin so she does all she's a mortician ask a mortician so she does like all these videos about it and so it's like very interesting if you're looking for something on that um but then i was like i don't want to do that uh, yeah <laughs> um so my i think my long-term goal is doing morning jewelry so if you know you had somebody pass and or your pet and you want to put their ashes into something or their hair that's my happy medium of like I can work with this uh important memory to somebody and give you like a keepsake forever and also do things with like bones and stuff and make myself happy without feeling like I'm near to dead bodies (laughs) well I think there's something beautiful in that because it's also like respecting you know that person you know what I mean and keeping them dear to you and and jewelry and like you know jewelry there's different like metals and different minerals that have different like properties so like I think that could be a really beautiful way to like still like um you know preserve a memory and 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 share and celebrate their life too oh yeah absolutely uh we got off topic but what else are you I mean what's new (laughs) I've been I've been watching a few things. I I I got into um I was traveling recently and I I needed something to watch on the train, so I was watching all the Harley Quinn show on HBO Max. It's actually very good. It's really really good. <laughs> yeah. It's really fun. Um it's very like with the times, so I've been enjoying that. And I've been finishing Peaky Blinders. Oh gosh, I love that. <laughs> Peaky Bucket, Blinders. I would Cillian Murphy oh my gosh that show that is so funny I would let him get away with whatever he wanted he's the best um and a new season of Survivor came out so that's kind of where I am I need to get on the the spooky stuff again lots of new stuff coming out I'm very excited for I think they just put out um like that like Pearl movie we were talking about that's out and all those other things so I'm really excited to go ahead and watch I think all they're them. making a Cloverfield too I think Another they are. One? Yeah, I think I saw something about that. Cloverfield 2. Uh, Constantine 2 as well with Keanu Reeves. Yes. I'm losing my shit. Ah! I'm like, I <sighs> I love that he's always like, I'm down to do any reboot or come back for a series. He's been doing it with everything. I'm I, here for it. I mean, I'm, I, it goes probably without saying, but Camp Crypt is a huge fan of Keanu Reeves. We love that man. Um, yes. So I just, I love that they're doing another one. I'm like, give, yes, give me more. Give me more. You know who should listen to that? Nicholas Cage, she should come back with another oh, national treasure. Oh, I think they're doing That's that too, aren't they? <laughs> they are doing another national treasure, but I don't know if he's included in it. If he's not included, I'm literally flipping this table right now because <laughs> that is like, you cannot, that is like literally out of the, uh, get me Hollywood on the phone because that is outrageous. It's a crime. Someone needs to lose their job because that is <laughs> a bad decision. I love bad. it. <laughs> Have you been watching anything else? Um, You know, Lord of the Rings, it's Rings of Power Day. Um. And I got to I got to watch the newest episode. But girl, I love the Lord of the Rings. I, I just I'm, I'm obsessed with Rings of Power. Obsessed. That's uh, that and House of the Dragon. But those are like I mean, those are like I can't really binge them all like in one day, unfortunately. But oh, man, those are my those are my faves right now. I'm into it. Yeah. I, I haven't gotten into House of the Dragon again. Every time I talk about it, I'm like, it's gay. I want to watch it. But uh, (laughs) I've seen mixed reviews on it. So I think I'm going to wait a little bit and then get into it. It's awesome. Like IGN, whoever writes the reviews for the House of the Dragon at IGN, like they must just really hate that fucking show because one day they'll be like, not not enough war. And then the next episode will have war at the beginning of the fucking episode and at the end. And they're like, we still didn't see much action. And I'm like, what is wrong with this person? Like what, what do I, I just, 
I'll stop. I'll stop. Because I'm getting worked up. <laughs> no, you're good. But no, it's actually, it's really enjoyable. Um, I know they're doing like the time hop this week. So uh, I'll be interested to see how that works. And I'm, I'm pretty sure it'll be pretty fucking awesome. But yeah. Yeah. I'm all about it. Yeah. Well, with that being said, if we don't have anything else to talk about, let's start talking about the Black Dahlia. Uh, before we get into the full scope of this story, uh, there's a couple things I want to talk about. So last time I was in L.A., I really wanted to go over to like locations that were mentioned. I didn't get to. Next time we go, that's definitely a mission that we should go seek the yeah. locations ourselves. Um, we'll take some flowers to her grave. Yeah, I feel like we should. Wouldn't it be so like sweet? Yeah. I do, however, uh, have a small little story. So I sometimes do go-go at Bar Sinister, uh, which during the day is called Bortner's. And apparently that was one of the last places that she was seen. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about Elizabeth Short, who is the Black Dolly, of course. But they said that she grabbed a drink before stepping out into the night at their bar. And a lot of the staff members do say that they see ghosts on there. I don't know if particular though is like it, it's her or not, but they do see ghosts. Yeah. Um, and they also have a themed Black Dahlia drink. I personally have never witnessed anything weird there. I'm also there where it's like club music is playing until 3 a.m. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, probably wouldn't really see that. But maybe there's like a little ghost just raving with all the goth kids. Who knows? I love that. You would never know. I love that. I thought that was a little fun thing. Uh, We also went to the Museum of Death, which I think is just like indefinitely closed in California. I hate that. Yeah. Um, I did like our experience there. I'm a little bit weird when people sell merchandise of serial killer stuff, right? Yes. Um, I I, Like don't glorify Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, yeah. Like they had a patch that was for, uh, oh gosh, we did the cult episode on them. Oh, the uh, Heaven's Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate, yeah. Yeah. Like, those were the ones on the thing. I kind of get it. I don't think that's a, like super bad. But they had a pin set that was like two halves of the Black Dahlia like available to buy. And then I know uh. they also had like – so not trying to cancel them. That wasn't my favorite thing. I I really don't like when companies or people kind of like wear merchandise of serial killers it just or or victims or something like that. That's like it's especially – It just desensitizes and I think it downplays the yeah. – the- but yeah. I, d- I do remember there was a display of a Black Dahlia contest, uh, which is where people would recreate either like her looks as like Elizabeth Short, which I think is okay. Like if you really wanted to just show her as who she was, maybe. But there was Why people who did. Why could you just did... do something in honor of her and just do it like a, a, a spooky cosplay contest in memory of, you know? Yeah, but then there was people who recreated like the scene and so mm. i don't think they hosted it i could be wrong i know there was a thing on the display that that was something that happened um but that didn't sit right with me and i just wanted to point that out before we get into the story today because i was like my i mean i get that people like handle death and and like atrocities like that in different ways but i think it's also like i respecting the dead and especially people who went through such terrible things like I don't yeah know. i think it's different if you want to like weirdly do stuff for yourself like if you want to have a photo shoot of you pretending to be dead sure go live your life but you're taking a <laughs> you're taking a, a a case that was never solved on a woman yes. who was brutally murdered i think that's yeah. really insensitive and very gross so um again this is not a light episode it's pretty fucked up so we're gonna get right into it but you know, if you haven't heard of Black Dahlia, or even if you have, maybe it will tell you something that maybe you missed before. So, 
So to set the scene, I guess, of the Black Dahlia murder of uh, Elizabeth Short, you got to go back to 1940s in the glitz and glam of like Hollywood and L.A. Um, you know, you had a lot of aspiring stars. I think Hollywood was pretty much booming at that point. And you had people who were, you know, uh, at all aspects and, and uh, of, of crime, I guess you could say. Um, I will say that there hasn't been another murder, to my knowledge, that was that matched this. So from what I know, this is probably um, an isolated incident of how she was murdered. Um, But Elizabeth uh, Short was an aspiring Hollywood star, uh, and she was found uh, dead on January 15th of 1947. Um, her body was found drained of blood and surgically cut into two halves. Uh, the cut was also so clean that no internal organs were harmed in the slice. Um, her intestines were also removed from her body and placed below her lower half. Um, one of the other things that was noted at the crime scene was on her face. Um, her mouth was basically sliced almost from ear to ear, um, and uh, no fingerprints were found on the body. Um, and there were also a couple other things that happened to her body that are just really gross. I, if, if you want to do the, you know, research and look at it, I, I, I just think it's just it's just awful what happened to this poor girl. Honestly, it's awful. Absolutely awful. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so awful that the the mother and I think she was on a, she was walking with her child. The people who found her body thought it was actually mm-hmm. a mannequin because of how yeah they didn't believe it was real yeah um, so this was just an awful awful crime that happened to elizabeth short um so the the crazy thing is is that uh this case actually has over 10 suspects however no one was actually pinned for the crime and it's still unsolved to this day um which is actually very sad because her family Mm -hmm. does not have closure and you know there's no justice I think with this too is like not only is it crazy that it's it's unsolved right but it's also such a it's yes. a, it's a display it's this public display that they wanted her to be found this way they cut her up in a way they did you know there there is disturbing stuff uh I I I don't want to talk about all of it but you know yeah. her mouth was sliced all these things that are very very precise they wanted this almost like as an art display i know that's the worst word i could say but they wanted it to they be cared on the presentation thing that people Absolutely. saw yeah and so i think like to me if this person was alive consistently through this and seeing their quote-unquote work being talked about so much and being this spectacle to people they were probably fucking yeah. thriving on it which yeah. is fucked up you know um and, and and I really just can't imagine, you know, what her family or yeah. anybody else went through. It kind of seemed like she yeah, was just doing Yeah, I mean, all the report, yeah. the worst thing about it, too, is I think that the that a lot of the newspapers that came out around the time were kind of those tabloidy newspapers, too, where they, you know, it was all about sensationalism. Yep. And so they would basically kind of paint her to yep. be a prostitute, you know, just because she was seen around. Mm-hmm. You know, she was just a social butterfly. She was just, you know, always smiling, having a good time. And, um, you know, the newspapers took that and they saw that as clickbait. And they basically kind of were like, oh, you know, she was it was implied that she was basically a prostitute when that was not true. I mean, but even yeah, if she is like, what does that imply that yeah. it's OK to murder her? Like, yeah. they're so gross. I just I hate people. I know I hate it just, just shows reporters. you that it's like. <laughs> People really just don't give people like this. They just don't help people. You know what I mean? Like, 
I don't know. It just makes me sad, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But I, I, I do think it's interesting, though. Um, I know I mentioned earlier the place I was at, they said, was one of the last places that Elizabeth was seen. There's tons of places yeah. in L.A. that say that. So I wonder how true it is. And I wonder I wonder if any places have, yeah. like, things in her memory or, like, yeah. feel like she's For- there. I'm very curious on that. I know that they said, like, in a lot of reports that she was, like, seen at the Biltmore Hotel with, uh, I think, like, a friend, Robert yes. Manley. But I'm pretty sure that he kind of was cleared of the mm-hmm. suspect list because I think that he had, like, alibis and it was yeah. just, like, police were like, there's just no way this guy would do it. Um well, out of all the suspects, is there somebody that so you think it So I could do be? think that it, there's kind of compelling evidence for that Dr. George Hodel, which is the guy yes. who was like, yes. Um, I know his son kind of grew up thinking that his dad, because his dad, so that sick house, ha- house in L.A., the yep. one that we always drive by when we stay yep. in L.A., and it's so cool. We've, we've definitely went past it and you've said it before but I love not that I love it but his son is always like it was him he yep. fucking sucks like he's yeah. convinced yeah so basically during the the now the investigation for this murder tri- or this murder went on for a while um and they actually the police actually um had like taps in some of the people's homes and this doctor was actually one that they really kind of thought it was because with how everything was done in the precision it, it, you would obviously have to have knowledge of organs in order mm-hmm. to like you know do everything like the way it was mm-hmm. done um same kind of way like we talked about in our jack ripper uh jack the ripper episode where yeah. it could be like a midwife or something too. yeah you know and um, um they have like i think 120 pages of transcripts from where um they have basically everything written down that was you know heard in this guy's house and there are um instances where a, a woman's scream was was heard um and it was an isolated experience it was like just a random scream and then they never heard anything again and then they also have this guy saying basically so what if i did kill the black dahlia like something like that and then basically said that he also had his secretary killed basically implying that because she knew something yeah and he also had a um i think his daughter like reported that he tried to rape her or sexually assault her as well so he has like a history of disgusting stuff and then if you have literal evidence of him basically saying that he had somebody murdered or you know i could have done this thing like there were like places that were like hidden in the house where it was like a hidden wall um like there's just a lot of like things that point to this guy being kind of like you know like this guy's a suspect for sure um yeah but to me i think that he's one of the more um plausible ones i know that there's another one that they're trying to kind of also say it was a uh surgeon that lived literally right down the road from where her body was found and the surgeon also Mm -hmm. like I want to say like knew her sister or something. It was something like he had known her. Um, and so some people mm-hmm. think that he's also a suspect, but I, I think this Dr. Hodel is, I think he's the most, I mean, they've got like a transcript and you can honestly, um, I think you could get the transcript on Amazon where you can actually like buy the entire like transcript. Um, but yeah, it's pretty, just the things that he's saying, I'm just like, uh, that's very, hmm. It, but at the same time, it's like, well, couldn't you get him on anything? Yeah. <laughs> like he said, he said so much stuff, and apparently it did so much stuff. You couldn't arrest him for literally. And this anything. guy had parties all the time where there were girls Elizabeth Short's age all the time that were going in and out of this house. So like, I don't know. I, mm. yeah. 
that house to me just sets the scene for some kind of like crazy shit you know what i mean it's a weird yeah. it's a weird space yeah we've definitely we've gone past it a few times I definitely i would love to shoot inside of it for sure like let me take pictures like it looks beautiful on the inside but my cats are going crazy in the background <laughs> i heard a little now, so i hope oh my god i know i'm like <laughs> <laughs> you're good you're all good but yeah, that's I'm I'm kind of in the same spot where I, I believe it could absolutely be him. Um yeah. Most signs point to that. Sometimes that's not always it, but I yeah. I it's just so far gone that I don't think we'll ever have answers to it, you know? Yeah. With the forensics. Which is really unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. I you know, we we grew up with forensic files. That's like something that always sticks with us and getting to see it's alarming how long it takes for cases to get solved and it's alarming how long people can go free for crimes like this um you know it would be wonderful in our lifetime if we got to see who it was and yeah just know they're out that that was the person that did that um i always talk about the golden state killer like that to me yeah. is such a a huge thing for our future to continuously have growth when it comes to what is the word forensics and 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 yes. that guy being caught i think is something that's kind of life-changing yeah. so i would hope that we can get more well, answers and also i think that's also why it's still important to talk about these types of uh, i i understand that there's a million true crime like podcasts that talk about this but it's also like it's very important for this because who knows may, who may hear it and it may inspire them to go and solve it you know what i mean there are like sleuths online that do that all the time where they like are so good at like solving crimes and helping out so it's just like to me it's like these if if somehow awareness helps it get solved then i it's i to me that's wonderful you know yeah i think it's also too it's like they're providing a a different perspective than maybe like a normal fbi person wouldn't think of if yeah. it's something because they're i don't know i think there's interesting parts to it well everybody has yeah why not yeah, you know i think there's definitely a conversation to be had about like citizens wanting to solve these cases versus the fbi and does that mess with their investigation like do they have problems with that is the rise of true crime podcasts and stuff like that interfering with these cases or is it making yeah. it so that they get reopened and they get talked about and they don't get pushed back is is kind of where i'm at with this yeah you know yeah but I know we're labeled as true crime. We don't do too much true crime. We do episodes here and there. We talk about like more of the yeah. wacky stuff and we try to not sit here and dissect every gruesome detail because I'm honestly like I'm just not here to listen to that. Um, so I don't want to give that to people. But, you know, I, I think with a case like this, like it's it's just in the tale. Like, you know, when you see it and there's pictures, there's pictures of her all over the Internet. Like they like very kind of crazy to me that they exist everywhere but i guess with the, with the case it is yeah i mean there's a heavy metal band named after her there the is. black dahlia murder which i don't know how i feel about that like unless they're like donating to like domestic abuse i mean like, they're, they're like a metal band so i don't know what they're what's more metal than a, a woman being brutally murdered right i don't know and I, I do you know why they picked the name of black dahlia for her i don't know but i did find it kind of frustrating that when i would go to look up information about her black dahlia documentary or something and i was like going on youtube a lot of their stuff would pop up i'm like dude like this is her <laughs> thing like find a new band name <laughs> yeah, i i saw that they said it w it might have came from a noir film that was called the blue dahlia um that was released in 1946 so 
people were saying maybe that was like a play on yeah. that but other than that i don't know where it came from but it is i mean it's not gonna lie it's a fantastic name like it's it's captivating of yeah. course you know what i mean but uh it does suck when you're trying to look up something and it's it's a band <laughs> like documentary that you're not looking for <laughs> i don't know i'm just kind of like uh, less i but, um <laughs> I think one of the like earlier references I've seen in something was um, American Horror Story, the murder yeah. house season. That was the first season, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. she was in. Yeah, they did a cameo. So they referenced yeah. that. Mm-hmm. A little cameo of that. Um, what else? Uh, you know, there weren't. There really haven't been too many um, things on her. To be completely honest, I know there is a TV series called I Am the Night, and I think it kind of investigates crimes that were happening around that time. And I think it, I think it dives into. I haven't seen any of it. But from what I understand is it, it also has some of the elements of um, them trying to solve the, the Black Dahlia murder. Um, and there, But there is a movie, and I think Scarlett Johansson and Josh Hartnett, our boy Josh, Josh Hartnett, is in it, and it's called The Black Dahlia. So I think that's kind of, to me, the only movie that I found really that was, like, anything, like, popular. Um, but, yeah, like I said, there's, there's documentaries about her, and there are a lot of, like um, – like little snippets about you know the murder being unsolved yeah i I think it's too much like too many movies that i guess it it makes sense because it's so widely out there but i'm kind of surprised that they haven't tried to you know i guess maybe because it's unsolved they wouldn't know who to put it but we got like da vinci codes and like shit like that so i feel like we could absolutely yeah well like and also like if you know the main the main okay so you have like the main suspects like do like almost like a a thing where it shows like the suspects and help people like try to like maybe get inspired to like solve it yeah i don't know if it was this because i feel like we we researched so so much shit with our podcast episodes i can't remember if it was this episode or the jack the ripper but i want to say it was uh black dahlia where they said half of um the evidence is is like missing oh yeah that would be bad that would be bad and that would make sense i mean that's a bad thing about some of these cases because it was like uh that Dahmer thing uh what i did really like about that is they they t- they showed the part where um they were basically going to auction off jeffrey Dahmer's um personal items from his apartment right and this guy that was like a, a real estate developer i believe swoops in buys all of this stuff and basically says fuck this i'm not letting people buy this shit to glorify it and he has all the stuff buried and I was like, that guy is like, hell yeah. I love him. I don't know. I'm just a little bit yeah, not like turned off, but it just all just makes me very uncomfortable. Everything. Everything. I'm just I'm gonna watch the Jeffrey Dahmer thing and I and I would watch other stuff too. I just About Jeffrey Dahmer or I mean this weird fence with it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just really hard to see. It's like here's the thing, it's like I always find these serial killer episodes really hard because it's like it's different when we're talking about like horror movies you know what I mean like you know like silly things like okay what's our favorite Jason movie you know what I mean but like it's really scary to think like I think that's what makes it so I want to say that I feel like that's why people try to detach from some some of these things to try to like make light of it so it's not so uncomfortable because honestly it is like when you think about the victims and these things that these it's it's very it's very like sad it's very uncomfortable like you know, so it's like making sure to like honor the victims without like, you know what I mean? I don't know. The Jeffrey Dahmer thing showed people too, like how people were sending like the families, their comics to be signed and stuff like that. The families of these vi- disgusting. I like, li- 
And then at the same time, it's like opening wounds for them every time something like this gets released. And it's, it's, it is, it's hard. It's like, where do you stop? But the education's there. But is it like, is the, are they making these movies for the education and awareness? Or are they making these movies because they know people, like, they know true crime is big and they can make their money from it? Is where I'm curious. Like, don't glorify fucking Ted Bundy and fucking <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, these are yeah. horrible people. Horrible. He did not look like Zach Efron. Fucking goddamn it. Like, <laughs> Don't try to play it like it was that, because it was not. It's very sad, and I, I do hope that one day this this murder of Elizabeth Short gets gets solved, because it's always sad that these these crimes go completely unsolved. And then, I mean, I don't know if there's any of her family. I mean, this since this happened in late 1947, but, you know, still. Yeah. I think also, you know. too, is like we're, we're focusing on the doctor, right? But there's... 10 other subjects uh, yeah. suspects and there's people so if you're listening yes. to camp cryptid and yeah. you think that there's a more plausible case than the one that we made today on like who it could be we're definitely interested in hearing that too oh yeah because i i saw there was like a uh, bugsy siegel the the gangster was one of the suspects at one point so like the suspect list is pretty crazy but yeah i would love to hear if people think that someone else because give me everything <laughs> let's solve this crime. it's a very interesting case altogether and i think um I don't think there's really been anything else like it to this degree. Like, I was looking to see if there was, like, copycat murders or um, anything in the same kind of, like, placement of the body or the things. And I didn't like really... Like, Cleveland torso murders, maybe? But that was, like, yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't anything else at this time where they thought it would be a serial killer or something. So that's what I was kind of looking at for this. Because it's so specific. Yeah. I mean, that. I mean, yeah. I think that's honestly... But the, the nice thing is about technology these days is, you know, we have, like, CCTV. We've got, you know, Apple tracking. Like, it's... I think it's... Mm -hmm. I, I honestly don't know how people would get away with it at this point. But, you know... And, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely a time where I feel a lot safer, you know, walking around rather than when I was younger. We have access to cell phones. We have access to a lot more resources, um than you know there used to be and even more so than when we were kids too so it's fucked up that we have to think about that you know but definitely feel a lot safer i guess to to round the episode off on a not so um crazy note um i do have to mention to you that i did see that magic is dropping their warhammer stuff yes it's time for erica to play magic and the decks are good they look good <laughs> They did look beautiful, and I did. I looked at them, and I said, mm, "This may be the time that I." So I think they come out when you come to visit me for Sleepy Hollow, and so that is going to be your introduction to. Oh my god, I'm going to lose my shit. Yeah, I spent like five hours the other night putting together like a Space Marine Tactical Squad, and I was like, losing, losing my mind. But yeah, I have to offset like the the darkness of like being sad and sobbing during serial killer shows with like something peaceful, like putting together my <laughs> my Space Marines and Necron armies. But it's fine. <laughs> you absolutely do. It's it's the only way to keep yourself sane. For real, you know, you have to you just detach from the. <laughs> I have to physically prepare myself too to watch that Terrifier two movie with um, the clown. Oh, so no. Yeah, so, yeah, but I just I just had to bring that up because I I did see someone ask if we mentioned we talked about magic stuff and while I don't know really shit about magic, we do try to I do try to inquire about like if we're talking especially about cryptids or any type of like uh, mm -hmm. swamp or sea creature if there are magic cards that kind of correlate to uh, what we're talking about because yeah, there's a lot of cryptids in like magic and then metazoo, so it's just it's just fun. Yeah, and. 
if you don't mind me throwing this in there because we're talking about magic, uh, I do have a channel that's called Scry Babies now on YouTube if you want to check that out. Cap Cryptid's already subbed. <laughs> yes, there is a really amazing just magic person named Tori. Her page is Tori the Vast. And her and I are going to be doing a uh, sit down commander show with other gameplay for Magic the Gathering. So, um, we really want to have Erica come play like a pre-con with us. We could all have the Warhammer decks and just live our best life. But if you do play, <laughs> yes, oh girl, I got you. It's so easy. But if you are interested <laughs> in Magic Gathering content, um, there's not a lot of women-led shows in Magic and especially diverse. So that's something we really want to focus on. Uh, and so if that's your jam, then check out Scry Babies on YouTube. That's it. Hell yeah. And on Twitter and Instagram, pretty much all Scry Babies, yeah. Yeah, Scry Babies MTG on all social media is where you can find us. Yeah, we love that. And maybe now that this Warhammer this Warhammer deck and collab is out, maybe I'll finally learn how to play and they can teach me. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think, won't be any good. And especially because it's going to be around like things that you already have, like like yes. factions that you like. You'll be able to yes. be like, here's oh, my Oh, as soon as I saw Necron, I was like, baby, I'm in. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So also, I really want to say that we appreciate so much people who take the time to post on our Reddit and interact with us on all of our social medias, whether it be, you know, if we're doing a poll on our Instagram stories or, you know, just asking what everybody's binging on our Twitter. We really just, we love to see everybody involved. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts for that because you guys are the bee's knees. Um, but also, if you do have any scary stories or you were outside and you experienced a cryptid or you saw a UFO in the sky, anything crazy that you would like to share with us for one of our campfire tales episodes uh you can go to our website at campcryptedpodcast.com there's a little contact section you can let us know your little blurb and uh we'll probably talk about it in an episode because we love we love to hear from you guys and it kind of like gives me my fox molder i want to believe you know like <laughs> so yes please go visit our website and just uh drop us a line and yeah you can go to camp Crypted podcast for all the other ways to listen to us as well so if you enjoy our stuff Check out our Spotify. Check out our Apple podcast. Leave us a review. Tell us how you're feeling. All that good stuff. Heck yeah. Uh, and other than that, you can find you can find everything on campcryptopodcast.com. Go leave us a review and tell me how much I sound like a frog. You don't sound like a frog. I always feel like I sound like a frog. <laughs> that's why. That's why sometimes when I listen to our episodes, I'm like, oh my god, I sound like a frog. <laughs> no, you don't. I promise you. I think everybody just hates their own voice, and that's just the way that it's supposed to be. <laughs> I think everybody except for singers, like professional singers, probably hate their voice. But our Reddit, our contact section, reviews, uh, different ways to listen to us. We have a YouTube as well. You can find our first ghost hunt on there. We're going to be doing a video uh, for when we go to Sleepy Hollow as well. There's not a ton of stuff there, but we'll definitely showcase what we do find. Uh, and yeah, so if you want to check us out, again, campcryptedpodcast.com is the way to find us. So until next time, we're your camp counselors signing off.